I had to admit, though, I was proud of the man my brother grew up to be. I basically raised that man like he was my own, showed him right from wrong, and now look at him. 19 years old, going to college to play ball. He a better man than I could ever be. Pops would be so proud of him. I wish he was here to see it. My thoughts were interrupted by the sound of screeching tires. I looked up to see a 1969 all-black convertible Camaro pull up in front of the house. In the passenger seat of the car sat a black dude. He was kind of skinny. He wore some all-black shades. He pulled out a 45 revolver and shot out six shots. I called out to Montrell, but it was too late. Montrell was shot and fell to the ground. Romello started shouting at the car, and I ran to my brother's side. I pulled my brother into my arms. He was only hit with one bullet, right in the middle of his forehead. Blood rushed from his head, and I took off my shirt and ripped it, making a bandage to wrap around his head. I applied pressure to the wound in an attempt to stop the bleeding. He was a lot bigger now, but holding him reminded me of the time when Pops died, and I had to break the news to him. He looked at me with those honey-brown eyes again, and it was like he was four all over again. Then, just like that, he was gone. Tears were flooding down my cheeks. Not my brother, man. Not Montrell. He had so much going for him. A whole life ahead of him. Why not take me instead? I deserve to be killed for all the wrong I did. All the lives I took. Why my dude? My head was spinning. I felt faint. My little brother didn't deserve this. Instantly, I was seeing red. The ambulance came and took my brother out of my hands and laid his lifeless body on the stretcher, covering his face. I couldn't move, but I felt my body temperature rising. I was hot, and I was going to find who did this. I looked back at the house. Romella had my mother in his arms trying to comfort her, but she was crying hysterically. The scene looked all too familiar. I went over to them, took my mother out of his arms, and held her tightly against my chest. After her tears had slowed, I walked her inside the house and took her to her room to lay down. I helped her get undressed and into the bed. Then I sat on the bed beside her and rubbed my fingers in her hair, the same way I did Montrell when Pops died. Rail, why? She asked. But I didn't have an answer for her because I was wondering the same thing. I knew my mother needed me now, but there was no way I was going to let whoever did this get away with it. I don't know, Ma, but I do know one thing. Too much blood was shed on this property alone. First Pops and now Trail. I'm going to get you away from this death trap if it takes the life of me. I promise. I told her, but my promise felt so empty. Get some rest, Ma. She closed her eyes and I kissed her on her cheek. I asked one of the neighbors to watch over her for me. As much as I wanted to be there for my mother, there was something I had to take care of first. I was going to find the person who did this, and he was going to pay. <laughs>